it is 2-9-2020, aka February 9th, 2020. Um, I just realized I first started to, for, started to uh, record this episode without actually recording the audio. So I'm going to plug that in real quick and do a sound check in real life because we like the meta nature of this. I'm tapping on my my mic real quick to make sure it's coming from my mic. And it is, which is my up there, by the way. It's hiding because I don't want it on camera. Okay, cool. So today is, again, as I said, February 9th, 2020. Reflections 74, if I'm not mistaken. And in today's episode, it is going to be interesting, man. This Reflections has changed so much for me mentally um, ever since I started vlogging. This is just way different now because I can capture so much random tiny things within my week in the vlog. Whereas like before with Reflections, I didn't feel like I could do that. So it's just shifted the way. Like I feel like I'm going to be going more in depth on things in Reflections of points that I'll like hint at throughout the week. And then in Reflections, you'll get like the true deep dive of the thought, if you will. And then obviously the vlog shows like more, more video type of stuff and more footage of my day-to-day -day life, my processes and all that jazz. So that's fucking gangster. I'm really enjoying it so far. And by the way, this transitions right into On My Mind. So let's do that. What's been on my mind? We've got this whole like rebranding process. I have just been thinking of a shit ton of potential names, getting used to the new mission involved with everything. And I'm excited. Like, I feel very re-energized re right now for a bunch of different reasons. One, of course, being like this recent top 50 thing that you might have seen. And uh, for 2019 songs, and I'll get to that and wins, everything. But uh, just going through a lot of rebranding stuff right now. And uh, it's very interesting because I'm coming at it from a perspective of not having results, but also creating content, like a, a lot of content. And... Uh, I think like I can do this because it's like kindness and positivity and other things that I don't necessarily need to have success for to still bring value to people. So that's been like very top of mind in that I do not have the financial aspect of things figured out yet, but I do have things I can bring to the table and then I can offer some perspective on and ultimately positively impact people. So through my experience, through my insights, all that jazz. So I'm very pleased with that right now. Um, yeah, there's just a shit ton of going thoughtfulness of just going into content right now and the branding. There's always just like more to what's going on than meets the eye. And I'm, I'm pleased with it all. Also, girls wise, just so disinterested in dating right now. That's been very on my mind. I'm just like amazed. Even though I'm like fucking like a horny bastard out here, I still just do not want to date at all. Um, and at the same time, I'm like, I'm like horny bastard, but also not willing to put in the work to like go on things like Tinder or like do the in-person hangouts or anything like that, basically. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just okay with not doing that right now. And then just focusing on like what actually matters, which is the vision. What were my favorite wins? Hit three weeks. Why does it happen? I don't know if you can see that on camera, but like sometimes my, I will like be like this and then I'll come up with a point and the fucking, 
The, like, the laces right here just like fucking fly up. And I don't know if you can see it on camera, but it happens actually quite frequently. <laughs> All right, anyways, three, yeah, what, how do I even do that? Huh, interesting. Very subconscious. Recorded three weeks straight of weekly vlogging. That feels good, man. That feels really good. The editing process is a different fucking story, but I'm glad that I'm actually taking the time to deep dive into something that like I could have procrastinated for a very long time, but I just got started. I've barely gotten started on editing, but I have started editing, so that's a win in itself. Fuck, it was overwhelming, but and it's a lot of fucking footage. I think I probably I have realistically uh, probably like 11 hours in the past three weeks of recording that I had to whittle down to like, is that a word, whittle? Anyways, I had to clip it down to like 45 minutes each. Um, so 45 times three type of thing. And I'm not sure how that's going to go, but we'll see how it goes. And one step at a time, we will get there. I feel super accomplished because I feel like I have finally written a plan, if you will, that is like a realistic way of achieving content abundance for myself. This has been something I've wanted for the longest time. And now I feel like I've finally gotten there. Um, will I execute it on it properly? That is a different story. But I know that I have the potential to do this if the projected schedule for my content lines up with reality. And that's fucking exciting for me. I like, I'm so pleased with that. And it, it's going to be like very like happiness based, very like positivity based, very, uh, philosophy based and um, it's going to incorporate music and like a lot of different stuff, man. That's all about like what brings me happiness in the day to day. Um, also how to's and like life hacking stuff. There's just so much that I'm excited about with this right now. It brings me so much fucking joy. Uh, related to like the whole rebranding process, I've been brainstorming a ton of names for all these series. I think I have like a set name for each series at this point, which is good. I finished editing this top 50 video for the best, in my opinion, tracks of uh, 2019 for basically just like dubstep. It ended up just being almost essentially dubstep except for like three songs. So anyways, that was fucking cool. And then I ended up posting that and it actually got some traction for once. So that felt nice. Traction for me meaning like, meaning like 200 views, which is like so much more than I get usually. I know that to most people that's literally nothing. But to me, it's exciting because I am so used to getting like zero to 10 views on a video type of thing. Um, and to have something hit like that quite fast was really fucking rewarding and reminded me of like how important it is to show your passions, how important it is to just do what you actually want to do, to share it with the public, um, which is something I did really good there. Uh, and yeah. I'm very pleased with it. I was getting some good reactions from the bass heads, like qualitative feedback as well. Like people really appreciated it from what it seems like. And I'm just, I'm, I'm very pleased with it. And now I know that like my thesis has been validated so I can do more music content like that. Very pleased. I made a podcast intro after I, I heard Alan, excuse me, I heard Alan Mock's Tectonic for the first time. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I checked, I was like, okay, this is, signed by him so it's not like it was a self-release everything and it had like that i don't like using like wubs in my intros for whatever reason i just don't think it lines up with my content but like certain heavy noises i will allow this felt like the fucking noise to use so i absolutely was like yo let's make an intro concept real quick and like 
it worked really fucking well for what I wanted to do. And then I ended up getting permission from him like literally yesterday. And I'm just fucking excited because it's a kick-ass intro. And like, I appreciate the intro that's gotten me here, but I want a new fucking intro right now. It's been a minute. So not sure if I'm going to use it in video as well, but the audio is almost a lock at this point to use Alan, Alan Mock's song. And it's just, it's fucking kick-ass. I also posted my first TikTok. Um, it wasn't very good. It was super meta in nature, but I just got started. So that's good. I literally procrastinated for like a year or something like that on posting my first TikTok. But then I was like, fuck it. This is this, this perfection nature is not helping me at all. So I just said, fuck it and posted. And yeah, it was uh, not very good, but that's okay. Also posted some weird dubstep shit on Instagram that was like questionable in nature. But again, it's just about posting what makes you happy at the end of the day. Like you can, if you end up holding other people's opinions in such a light where it'll end up holding you back from doing what you really want to do, that leads to resentment a lot. I created some logos for my potential series and podcast. And like, it's so much simpler these days because I have like the design basics down, if you will, to a degree. I'm obviously not perfect out of the basics by any means, but I feel like I can make logos relatively fast if I know what I'm doing, and I'm very pleased with that. What worked? Properly doing like post-production and distribution type of shit, meaning I actually did a thumbnail. Again, I stopped doing thumbnails for the longest time, and then I actually did some SEO work, and I did some distribution work that got helped to get some views, and like, it just really worked well using like the Facebook groups and contextually showing them. So like I posted in Marauders, for example, um, and I show I linked the video and told them, hey, Marauder, Marauder made the cut two times. Here are the two timestamps and the numbers of the songs uh, that he made it type of thing. I didn't tell them what song because I wanted them to check the video. But it, that worked really well, and I uh, didn't feel like it felt less spammy. It's still like a little bit spammy, but giving that contextual type of uh, what do you call it recommendation of hey, it's like a almost like an attention grab type of thing. They kind of want to see what songs they were, what the reaction was, that type of thing. So that was that worked really well for me. Trying at a faster editing pace for my top 50 2019, 2019 tracks. There was like less of a pause between clips and more of like a fast paced editing style. It's not the greatest for repurposing content I find, but it was cool. And I liked that uh, I had this experiment. I don't know if I'm going to continue like that. I don't think I'll end up recording or editing reflections like this and this type of stuff, but it was just cool to experiment with that. Having better posture if I maintain and stay in bed, I usually don't like to stay in bed for too long, but if I have good posture, I can stay in bed for longer than I was if I had, if I was like slouching or just like in a very like position to sleep type of thing. Um, so if I, if I have better posture with like a double pillow behind my back type of thing, and then I like go against the wall, that works. I find that works a lot actually. That right there, by the way, was me getting potential footage for, for my, uh, for my podcast, for the logo. Um, will I use that? I have no fucking clue, but I, I'm just trying to get in some reps here. And I, I'm pleased with like the imperfection of my hair right now and stuff like that. So it could work. Maybe. Hmm. 
brainstorming and doing creative tasks while I'm half asleep. It can be useful for myself and my experience to, before I go to bed, I'm in this like half asleep type of state. I'm like less, there's less thoughts going on and more just like, there's just a very, how do I explain this? There's just a good state for generating ideas. And like, I'm just super fucking creative in that type of space. So it can be nice to just like brainstorm a bunch of stuff and then revisit it first thing. I found that that worked out well, like really well last week actually. Taking a poll to see what people would think of the nose ring. I like this a lot. Like people thought it was pretty good overall, but uh, ultimately I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do at the end of the day, but it was good to get the third party perspectives and then like ultimately just do whatever I want. I'm just curious to see what people think. That was why I did something like that. Reading spirituality. I love reading spirituality right now. I don't have any desire to read anything really except for spirituality and like mindset type of stuff right now. Like how to is awesome. It's great. I just don't want to read about it at all. I'd rather like watch a short video or I don't know. I'm just not inspired at all to read things beyond spirituality. Not recording at work. (laughs) This has worked well so far because I'm like less scared of getting fired knowing that I won't have most of my vlog around Starbucks stuff. It's more about around my like my non-Starbucks journey because I don't I still fucking don't even know what the hell's the actual thing there. Just makes me fucking nervous, honestly. Confronting the vlog clip situation. I was so scared of looking at how much footage there was for the longest time and I like procrastinated on it. But Eventually, I was like, fuck, I uh, I will check it out, and then now we have that, and then we can go backwards from there. And, like, yes, it was annoying to see. Like, I'm, like, thank- thankful that I have so much footage, but at the same time, like, fuck, I do not want to go for f- through four hours of fucking footage. But uh, I was able to, like, confront it, and then one step at a time, I will clip it down to 45 type of minutes. And yes, that's nerve wracking, but like, fuck. One step at a time, we will get there. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Recording from such a low angle. It's literally because I'm uncomfortable in certain situations of just showing that I'm recording. So I end up doing this like low angle type of awkward thing so I feel better. (laughs) But I end up not having as good of a footage in post, so or a good of a shot, if you will, in post. So fuck that. Um, just get more comfortable and go higher is really the actionable here. Um, and get used to being able to wipe out a camera and pull, like, if people don't want you to record, they'll fucking tell you. Narrating every little thing in my content. It's just better sometimes to just show instead of just talking about everything. I don't need to always explain the transitions. I can just transition. It's okay. Judging myself for my content at times, that for sure happens. It's just, I think it's a good idea to remind myself that the process is the win and like just going for it is the ultimate thing I'm looking for here. Doesn't have to be good, doesn't have to be bad, um, so long as I am just trying out here. And like if it fails, it's okay. It's just about making, creating, doing, being in motion, trying, 
failing, succeeding, whatever the case may be, the process is the fucking win. That's a good clip right there, actually. Uh, waking up so fucking late. Oh my god, I wake up like literally at like 11.30am right now. And then I go to bed at like 4am. I just don't feel like going to bed any earlier than 4 right now. It's ridiculous, straight up. Oh, so, um, try to go to bed earlier, basically. Also, eat earlier. Like, that has historically fucked me over. Um, where I eat too, like, I'll, I'll go to the gym, and I need to get enough calories and hit my macros for that day type of thing. And then I just, like, I just won't. And then last second, I had to cram all this fucking food, and then I stayed up way too late, and then I was just like, ugh. Just go to bed early, eat earlier, all the things earlier. Staying in a state of procrastination because I was overwhelmed by my vlog. Really, just take things one step at a time, and I won't need to feel this, like, overwhelmed type of feeling. I would much prefer if I just took it in simple steps and like confronted the big picture. And then again, going back to like the one step at a time type of thing, like that is how editing is actually done. One footage, one footage, one clip, one piece of footage at a time. And then I'll eventually have the piece of content that I'm looking for. Tolerating people's bullshit at work. There are definitely people who are like pissing me off right now, 1000%. And as well, like, um, there's also people who are like negatively impacting my self-image. So I have either got to completely shut out their opinions and just like close them down 1000% or start chirping them back. Um, I don't know exactly how I'm going to handle this right now, but like, I'm just, I'm definitely irritated with some people and I don't like when people disrespect me. That's great if you want to joke around, but be cautious of how much you joke around. Because really what you're telling me when you are chirping me in a joking fashion too much is that you're really just insecure and you're trying to make yourself feel better by putting another person down, which is really just like loser behavior, quite frankly. So be cautious. I'm always watching. That's all I'll say on that. Closing without a checklist at Starbucks. I have so many things I need to get done and I do not do well without lists in my mind. Um, I need physical lists. I need a, like a to-do doing done type of system for me when I'm getting stuff done at Starbucks. Um, I end up forgetting so many things. So just like get a notepad and pen, um, rank a prioritized system, like list, if you will, of all the things I need to do, that type of stuff. I just think it's useful and I need to apply it in my own Starbucks experience. Having a story around being resistant to healing and integrating sessions, like energy work sessions, in public. For whatever reason, I have this idea that I cannot receive a session properly when I am on the floor at Starbucks or when I am in public doing XYZ thing. I remember the same thing last year with Ever After. Really could have used some sessions, but then I ended up like not receiving to the highest degree. <sighs> yes, I am. I am definitely anxious when I'm in public, but like I should be able to get past that and just be present in the moment with breath and allow the energy work session to land properly. But right right now, I'm just not that great at doing that. But I want to get better. So I want to change the story. I also want to have a session done on my resistance to receiving sessions while I'm in public. Because we're going to meta-heal meta this shit, if you will. Oh, I fucking hate the word heal, though. We're going to meta-transform this shit. And uh, yeah, that's about what's up with that.
what were my biggest lessons? I had a friend who had a, an awesome win last week. And it just reminded me that directness, openness, and transparency is just a massive fucking key in a sexual sense. That is all I'm going to say there. Um, but it just reminded me of like, that is the way. And when I don't operate in that type of way, it just becomes problematic. So always going forward for me, that is the, the, the route I want to take when I'm interacting with girls. Just so fucking key for me. I don't play no fucking games now. Sometimes, actually, not gonna lie. Bro, I have so many content lessons this week, it's ridiculous. So it's gonna be heavily content focused. Vlogging is a great tool for highlighting random aspects of my life. And it doesn't need to be like insanely valuable stuff, but it can be just like little tiny things that are insights into my real life and my real journey type of thing. Um, also, clips recorded for the vlog don't necessarily need to be fully shown in the vlog if they're long enough. I could literally take it and turn it into its own piece of content and then just show like a quick highlight and then plug it into its own thing. Specifically thinking about a piece of content I, I learned this from, which was I was having a com good conversation with my friend Andrew and who I met through Starbucks. Um, he's a customer and just a great dude. And we're having an awesome conversation that ended up recording for 10 minutes or whatever, I could use that as its own fucking video and then just plug like a few, maybe like 20 seconds into the vlog and then literally like link to that type of video in the description or whatever. And then boom, I've got two pieces of content and then I can fucking further micro clip that and just like use it somewhere else. So it's just like, oh, I love content abundance. Fucking incredible, man. In a squat form, keep your legs open while you're coming up and push outwards. My squat has improved so much since Tyler Ferreira has given me this advice. Massive thank, thank you to him. And I'm just also, if you notice me like pause there for a second, I was just, <laughs> I just happened to glance at the point and it says, open up the fucking pit. <laughs> Cause this is what he calls it. <laughs> Apparently, I think he was just joking with me around like adult stuff type of stuff. But, um, yeah, you engage your glutes more apparently when you're pushing outwards and you have like this tendency to like want to close in and recruit. But if you keep pushing out and quote unquote, open up that fucking pit, um, you're going to get a much more effective leg workout, I find. All right, cool. That's hilarious. And I was literally dying of laughter at the gym with that conversation. <laughs> fucking killed me, man. Tyler's so fucking funny. I can't. Keep a separate sequence for bloopers. My God, I don't know why for the longest time I was like dragging clips all the way out to the right with like a marker in Premiere. It's so much easier to just have a separate sequence filled with bloopers and outtakes and stuff like that. And then it's as simple as copy and pasting and you're golden. Also random pasting note in Premiere that I literally just realized that that past two weeks, control shift V. And then I don't have to like move everything. It like pastes and ripples everything. And I'm like, okay, well that would have been useful fucking two years ago. <laughs> I don't, there's so many like little premiere hacks that I have no idea how to use. And I would, it would be a good idea to actually take the time to like learn them all because then I can edit so much faster, so much more effectively. And that just makes everything so much better, honestly. <laughs> Talk less in music videos. Holy fuck. That top 50, you have no idea how much, like, I cut of me just talking, being like, I, 
I can't even, or like, I don't know what to say, or what else did I say? So let's listen to the drop. All right, let's listen to this song now. Like that type of shit. I don't always need a transition. I don't always need to like tell everyone what the fuck is going on. I can just do the thing, show the reaction, and then we're fucking Gucci. Yes, and also like if I'm gonna talk, say things that are actually insightful. The amount of dumb shit I said in that video is fucking ridiculous. But it ended up coming out well because I edited it correctly, but holy fuck, if I didn't edit it correctly, you have no idea how questionable that video would have come out as. Same thing with vlogs too. And related to that last point about music, like make the reactions a big part of the review and reaction type of thing. I mean, it is a reaction, but yeah, make it a big part of the video because like that is the fun part about it. Um, and if I am going to say things, please make the things I'm going to say actually valuable and not just like fucking wicked draw. Like <laughs> try, to, try to have some decent insight if I'm going to say things. And other than that, just like show what the fuck is good. I don't need to always just talk about it type of thing. Guys, I'm going for it on caffeine right now. Holy fuck. Caffeine coma incoming. Potentially. We'll see how this goes. I can literally have videos that are like 30 seconds on my YouTube. I always overthink this and feel like it has to be like three minutes or above and that ends up being like 10 minutes many times or whatever. But I could literally have these small last pieces of content and those could potentially even do better. Like, I, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like this desire to just do things differently now it's it's very interesting it's not just i don't there's like literally all that fucking i this is what i have written down here all that matters is that i'm bringing value that is the case for everything i'm making content wise all that fucking matters is if you are bringing value and if you are helping if you're impacting at the end of the day that's what you're doing with content you're trying to provide some sort of value and if you're doing that who fucking cares how you're doing it I can have series around like how to's and life hacking my life. Never really considered this up in the same way that I am right now up until this last week. And it's like very fascinating. This idea of like, how am I more or how am I behind the scenes life hacking literally every aspect of my life? Because there's so much thought that goes into almost every single thing I do throughout my day from when I wake up to when I go to bed and as well while I'm sleeping. So like, I want to show you guys how to improve the quality of your life, how to be happier, how to achieve more results in your day um, through things that I'm doing. I'm not fucking perfect with this stuff by any means, but like I do have some things that I can share and I know that I have things that I can offer right now. And that's like been a huge realization in itself as well. Like in this past like two weeks, I felt like I... I'm now at a point where, no, I do not have the financial success yet, but that will catch up in time. And for now, I have, like, I'm on my journey and I have things that I can share from my experiences in my journey that other people can find valuable. And, like, that for me has been a big unlock in the past few weeks for, like, everything, really. It's great. A nose ring could work on me. Did a nice little Photoshop. Yeah, definitely could work. Will I do it? I have no fucking clue, but it's definitely a concept that I'm considering right now. Probably after excision, if anything. Not every piece of content needs its own series. 
I have this like obsession with putting everything in a series right now, but literally there can be one-offs and it can be completely okay. You don't see for me for the longest time, I had this obsession with making sure everything was perfect in nature in the sorting category. I don't believe that to be the case anymore. Like there should be an other category, a non-sorted category. That is literally how I sort things at this point. I have like a trash, um, an unsorted, um, incomplete, like that type of stuff is very, very nice for when you're categorizing and labeling things because that's just real fucking life. Like it's never gonna be perfect by any means. Holy fuck, caffeine, my God. <sighs> Ask for forgiveness later. I do not need to always just like ask for permission on everything. I can just ask for permission or ask for forgiveness later if I fuck up. Am I trying to fuck up? Absolutely fucking literally not. But like things like the vlog, for example, I'd rather just record and then have someone tell me I can record than to be constantly asking, hey, can I record? Hey, can I record? Hey, can I record? I mean, yes, if I know the person well enough, I would hope that the, I... I like talk to them ahead of time type of thing. But at the same time, I'm just like, come on guys. Amazing insight from Kevin Rose on the random show. And he said, actually it was from Tim telling, yeah, anyways, long story short, T Kevin Rose back in the day said, do you really want to engage in a fight with someone who has infinite time? And that is in regards to verbally uh, responding to people who are like, trying to chirp you online type of thing, like essentially quote unquote trolls or like haters. That is such an amazing way of looking at that. Like you don't want to engage in someone, engage in a fight with someone who could spend the rest of their years fighting with you. Like you will not win because you have things you're trying to do. They do not. They're sidetracked and trying to, uh, trying to spend their time with uh, taking other people down, quote unquote. So like, fuck that. Go back to what you actually want to do and what is actually moving the ball forward. And uh, don't engage with people who have unlimited time. That's just such a twist on like, because you want to be like, right, la la la, stand your ground. But if they have all day to stand their ground, um, you will probably end up, quote unquote, losing. So it's just better to not respond sometimes. So hell yes to that idea. <laughs> it is okay to talk things through on your vlog. I can't record everything. So sometimes it's just a decent idea to like quickly summarize what the fuck actually happened in a day. Like today, I probably won't record anything after this reflection. I'm just not feeling it right now, but it's fine to just be like, Hey, I'm not recording, but like, here's what happened. Everything I don't need to like in Starbucks. I can't record really in Starbucks right now. So I was like, fuck, I'll just say, excuse me, I had like a shift type of thing. Here's how it went, good, bad, otherwise. And yeah, it's it's just not always the best idea to talk or walk through everything on the vlog. It's sometimes it's just better to just summarize what the fuck actually went down. Copyright does not work the same way as it used to. So I thought it was like straight up takedown videos. I don't think that happens anymore. What I'm thinking I'm seeing is that copyright, they, they realize they could make more money on just throwing an ad up. So they don't take down your videos and they have like very impressive software, <laughs> like literally within one second of my video being processed, it immediately flagged four videos. I'm like, or four songs. I'm like, holy shit. 
respect. And uh, it didn't take down anything, thankfully. I don't even know if it got ads with it. It actually might have. Okay, wait, but yeah, so the four the four things, they might have just had ads and that was about it. But uh, yeah, it just works very differently these days. I'm, and I'm very pleased with that because that means I can use music in my blog so long as I'm not monetizing it. It's gangster. Things like intros and logos and names for your whatever, um, things like that type of shit can be used as just procrastination dis disguised as progress. I'm like at this point right now where I just don't give a fuck about these things. Um, it's so much better to just get started and like you could rename three weeks in. Yes, that will be like imperfect, but like it's just imperfections nice. So um, with me right now, like I am just getting started on series. Like I still don't have a fucking name for my vlog. I think I think I'm calling it the process, but at this point, I have recorded for 21 days straight and I still don't fucking know what it's going to be called. And that's okay. And I can, I could name it something and then rechange it next week. And like, that's a thousand percent fine. And like, yeah, it's just progress is just so much better than having this like perfect thing. And you can wait forever without getting started, which is just such a bad idea. And historically what I've done. Um, so it's much better to just do the thing, change it up later to everything if you really need to. And, uh, or just get started on some sort of like decent name. Cause what at the end of the day actually matters is, are you bringing value within that piece of content? And if you are, that matters infinitely more than if you have a very clever name, uh, logo, etc. It is okay to break the quote unquote, like timeline within your vlog by adding contextual clips. Like if I record something that has zero context and I need to take a step back and be like, Hey, what you're about to see is type of thing. Just make sure you do something in post-production to show that it's not part of the quote unquote sequence. And then like, you can quickly give the context. I saw weekly V, v doing this a few times and it's a very informative way of doing a vlog. I like it a lot. Segments within vlogs are fucking awesome. I saw this on my desk type of thing. And like, it, it just validated my theory of potential segments working really well. And now I like want to see more people on their desk type of thing. And for me, I would have my, my quote unquote, like segments that come back. They don't need to, I don't need to throw them in every week by any means, but having them sprinkled in here and there, people are like waiting for them. Um, anything that has some sort of like pattern within it and that can come back and resurface itself. I think it's just a really fucking good idea. My music thesis has been validated, which is help people discover new music. A few people said this to me. I was like, fuck yes. People actually are finding new music from what I love. And that's ultimately like the reason why I even started making music content. First of all, I just love it. And, and people were also telling me like, it's very clear how much I love it and it shines right through. And I appreciate that so fucking much. Cause it's just like raw passion cannot really be faked. I don't think at least. And like, it's very clear how much I love the music. If you watch those type of videos or just like see me at a live thing, I'm fucking, I'm just in a very high state of, of like satisfaction, if you will. So going forward, like this is why I will continue to do series like this, because I do want people to hear the amazing songs that I have found and that deserve more recognition. It's just about like exposing people to more awesome art at the end of the day. 
Casey Neistat's videos are heavily focused on narratives and telling a story. I was studying his videos and like I didn't realize how every little clip is painting just a tiny bit more of the story as time goes on. And then like it's all around some sort of thesis for that day. Whereas like I feel like other people will show their day to day a lot more. He is doing something very strategic and that's why Casey's Casey and he is putting every little thing towards the narrative of whatever he's whatever thesis he's trying to prove in his vlog. So I just I was amazed and I super respect his art because of this. It's it's like very purposeful in nature, very strategic, and honestly I just didn't realize how tied everything was in uh in the footage she puts together type of thing. It's incredible. He's such a fucking good creator, my god. Ooh, journal on your past journals and create highlights from them. Basically, this uh, this awesome customer at my store, we were just talking about journaling practices and she was telling me like, she takes highlights, a highlighter and goes back on her journals and just like highlights stuff. First of all, that like kills me on the inside because I do not want to touch the original work. But I my interpretation of this was like, take journal new journal entries and like copy and paste highlights of the old journals type of thing. I love that. It's such a fucking good idea because then you have like these new insights of or what was type of thing. And it's like, oh God, there's just so many cool, cool potential benefits of doing this. And I loved that she opened, uh, opened that up in my mind. So thank you, Carrie. When habits take over, that is when the magic happens. I'm experiencing this a lot right now with areas of my life. Um, most notably like Starbucks first and foremost. Um, I was on a clopin and the habits just fucking took over. I could, I had three hours of sleep within that period um, just because I could not fall asleep properly. But I was fucking thriving out there. It was amazing. And it was because all of the autopilot habits that I've developed, or sorry, habits that I've developed that have turned into autopilot, they took over. So I didn't need to think and I was just going for it. And that's like the beautiful thing because then I can do other things while I am on these autopilot type of habits. Similar thing with uh, design as well. Like when I was doing those logos, I, there's just like a different, it's, it goes so much faster now where I was like able to hit a level of potential usability so much fucking faster. And that's just like through the conscious effort over time. And then you get to that point where things take so much shorter of a gap um, between conceptual uh, conceptual design, like what you're having in your head type of thing. And then actually having the physical logo right in front of you. It just went so much faster than it's ever gone before. It's incredible. Love it so much. What challenges did I experience? I almost cried at work at one point. Um, just like some stuff with a person at work. I wish people could understand that like my intentions are good. And I don't, just one person just cannot wrap their head around the fact that I have good intentions and she's just so blinded by it. So it really hurt because when people can't see what my proper intentions are and, and like, it almost like felt like she was trying to pay me out as a bad person. It's just like, that was just so frustrating to me because I like have put in time to consciously showing her that I 
had good intentions and then she still couldn't fucking see it. It was just like, there's just so much more than that, but fuck. Just irritating as hell, man. I just don't like when people are being power trippy and manipulative in conversation. And like this situation felt very manipulative. There's someone in my store who wanted me to leave their name out of my content, but didn't come to me directly. And like, that was the struggle for me. Like, I'm okay with leaving their name out out of privacy for them, but I wish they would just like come to me directly and just talk with me about it. Cause I would have been so open to making this happen without any like scene. Like I just want to make sure that people's privacy is respected. That matters to me a lot. So I just wish they would have came to me. That's the main challenge there. But also at the same time, I really wish everyone was transparent, but not everyone has situations that can be transparent. I just have to respect that. That's part of people's certain people's uh, situations. And overall at work, I just felt like betrayed at times. And like, I felt like I couldn't trust any people. It was a fucking struggle, man. Kobe's passing. Fuck me. <sighs> that was, that was tough. That was really tough. That like happened right at the end of the first vlog to everything. And yeah, it just sucks. He was like so fucking young. That just breaks my heart, honestly. And then obviously the daughter as well. Literally just getting chills just thinking about it. It's just like, God damn. Anyways, listen to that interview on Lewis House with him and insane. Just, you just seem like such a fucking good dude, honestly. Oh, it's such a big headache on Tuesday. Fuck. Like literally just such a nightmare shift or whatever the fuck. Was it Tuesday, Wednesday? I don't really remember. All I remember is I was freaking out on the inside and I ended up stressing out hardcore about a situation and then the headache lasted the entire day, basically. So that was rough. Oh, so having some like struggle with unworthiness of getting hot girls, quote unquote. It's very strange right now. I don't know, just something something feels off around the girl department right now. Editing for reusability and repurposing content. This is the one of the biggest challenges in my life right now is I have so much footage and I do not want to taint that footage with overlays of like audio, or overlays of audio. I mean, overlays of audio, actually, yeah. And on, on an auditory level, I guess it's technically an overlay. Um, so like having clips of audios uh, whether that's like a sound effect or a transition or, um, whether it's a song or if it's a video, whether there's a, a picture on top or like another video or an iPhone with like footage, some, there's like a bunch of things that I can throw on and post that I do not want to fuck with the long-term reusability of this footage. It matters so fucking much to me, always has basically. And I want this stuff to be forever usable. And when I quote unquote taint it, when I have like these effects applied, I don't want it to ruin the clip so that I can't use it in other things. And like, I don't know what the fuck to do right now. I really just don't. And I have reached out to some Team Gary Vee people um, to try to figure this out because I just don't fucking know. And I want to know. So one step at a time and uh, trying to generate some ideas around this, but fuck, it's actually really tough for me. So much footage from my vlog. Fuck. I literally have four hours of content for the first week. Haven't checked another the other weeks right now, but I'm about to soon and we'll see how that goes. 
But fuck, there's just a lot of content. I have to be very smart about how I'm using my time right now. Recency bias in vlog. I feel like every storyline is just amazing in the moment when it's recent. So I end up suffering from recency bias a shit ton. And then I end up trying to like, or I end up not being sure which storylines to paint that in the moment. So I paint probably too much sometimes or too little. And I'm trying to figure out what I should highlight and what I shouldn't. And what the ultimate storyline is that I'm trying to paint. What the narrative is that I want to be discussed. Um, what can bring value, what can't. Trying to make things interesting. There's just a lot. But I the whole recency bias thing makes me like want to get everything. And I don't want to do this whole like post-production thing of like 20 hours of everything. So I am pretty much editing as I record in that sense. And it's just tough because I don't know <laughs> what. It's just when I'm so in it, it is very it's very hard for me to know what the correct storyline is that I want to paint in that week. or And at the same time, painting a storyline doesn't feel great either. Like it should just be documenting whatever it is. But at the same time, anytime you're documenting, you're also creating at the same time in a sense. And like right here, the creation is the the story. And like you're still telling a story when you're documenting to a degree. Questioning if I have the time to make any of this work. Like I don't know how I'm gonna, first of all, I don't know how I'm going to consistently do YouTube at this point with the, with the vlogs and stuff like that, as well as reflections and like other pieces of content. And then how the fuck am I going to get business into all that? Um, I just don't know. I'm gonna take it one step at a time though. That is the constant motto of this and of this specific week. And then we'll see how that goes. But it's overwhelming to me at this point. My first experience with a transgender person from a customer service standpoint, actually, I, it might've been my first trans transgender person um, encounter in real life ever. And like, that was tough for me in that I called the girl sir accidentally and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm so sorry, that type of thing. And they were super gracious about it and I apologized after. Um, had like a nice little cute conversation. It was nice. like. We had an, an adorable little high five after. Um, and yeah, that was just, it's something that's so new to me. So that like helped, helps me uh, grow. And I'm very grateful that they were very compassionate about it because I did not have bad intent when I said, sir, it just came out. I'm like, oh God, I really just said that, didn't I? Yeah, anyways, that person was super sweet and I really appreciated that and uh, I talked about that a little bit more in my, the real-time thoughts in, uh, in the, I think it was the second weekly vlog, so you can check that out, but holy fuck. Just, that's tough, man. Where did I grow the most? Making cuts to the top 50. This was insanely tough for me because I just like to keep in so much stuff. Cutting away unessential bullshit, though, is just so the right move and I had to do a better job of doing this still but fuck it like really grew me to just detach enough to get to a point where I could just say fuck I need to get rid of all of this stuff right now because it's not adding too much value to the actual end consumer content freedom and abundance I just know at this point if I execute this plan correctly I can achieve content abundance and this is something as I said I've been wanting for such a long time and it feels so fucking good to do it, my God. And it just, it just has me really excited. This in addition to like the new mission that I'm going on type of thing. Ah, I'm so pleased. 
And like, in addition to that, it's like, I know there's so many different ways I can do things now. It's not just this like in a box approach. I can literally post whatever I want to, whenever I want to, whatever I want to, um, include whoever I want to and talk about what is the last W I'm looking for? <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, um, I'm just, yeah, I feel very blessed right now because this, this has been something I've been waiting for for such a long time. And uh, it's just very incredible to know that if I execute this properly, I can do this. I can do this. And it's not just like making content for the sake of making content. I know I can actually bring value right now. And like that goes into another thing I wrote down, which is like, I feel like my content can actually be valuable before I succeed because I've got like, even though I haven't attained the financial status that I'm looking for at this point, um, I'm humble enough to admit to my audience, like I don't know everything, but I do know some things. And here are some things that could bring you a result that you're looking for. And like, that's enough to share. Like at this point, I'm just confident enough that I do have things I can bring to the table that I do have enough value to share. And like, that has just changed in like the last like month type of thing, maybe just the last two weeks. And it feels incredible, whether that's like my day-to-day, my day-to-day processes, my perspectives, my mindsets, my life hacks. There are just things that I do in my, in my journey that I feel like can bring a lot of people value. So I would like to do that. I would like to do that a lot. And also, it's a matter of uh, also going through the process of like, hey, because I don't have this type of financial status, that might take longer to get to the point I want to on like a, on a metric level, like a subscriber count or whatever. For the time being, I just have to focus on finding the people who do understand and bringing as much value as possible to them. Naming, my God, I had so many bad names, it was ridiculous. Like strongly suggested, I had probably 160, I think, names. Um, And then I finally picked out strongly suggested, which came out around like 150 or whatever. Um, So yeah, I just kept going and then I ended up picking some names and I pretty much have a a name for every series now, which feels great. And uh, yee. But again, I could change it all next week and it's fine. It's like, yes, it does hurt my brain to think about that a little bit, not gonna lie. But overall, at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking fucking matter at all. Fucking fucking matter. Jesus. Can I have more caffeine, please? Holy shit. Keeping my branding and all this shit like off a pedestal. It just doesn't fucking matter. Um, I'm feeling much more chill about things in the past. I would have been very attached to it all. But I'm trying to keep it simple, imperfect, and just moving forward with much more speed than I have in the, in the past historically. Being more public with my content. In the past, I've also been very scared of reaching out to people, um, showing people that I have a channel, but like right now I'm okay with like talking to people about the fact that I do a vlog and all that jazz. Um, I also did things like posting in Facebook groups, which was uncomfortable, posting on Reddit, sharing a post on Instagram about it, uh, SEO stuff so I can get discovered, reaching out to Alan Mock for the permission of the audio. Um, and then like reaching out to Jason from Team Gary V to ask him about editing stuff, like all this type of stuff. I'm just becoming more public face with it and just accepting that like, it's embarrassing a little bit how few subscribers I have right now. I have hidden my subscriber count, but currently I have fucking 24 or whatever the hell it is. So anyways, it's, and like I, you can clearly see that I have like very minimal views and that's, that is okay. 
but uh, I'd rather hide behind closed doors and not talk about it. But fuck is just freeing, pushing yourself beyond that type of fear. Um, and the right people are not judging you. That's just key. And if they are, they're not the right people. So it's pretty fucking simple. Oh, and also editing vlog. That's That was super overwhelming and scary to me, but got started, got momentum. Now we keep going. What am I obsessed with right now? Chocolate milk. I fucking love chocolate milk right now. It's amazing. Also very good with nitro as I, and uh, also coffee as well. Just like, it's just fucking great. Love chocolate milk. Putting everything in a fucking series. Holy shit, man. I'm trying to put so many series together right now. I think there's like eight in the, in the works. It's ridiculous. But I'm also like very grateful I have all these ideas. There was a time long, long ago when I wasn't like, I just felt like I didn't have enough content, enough things to talk about. I literally have too much now. It's like a blessing. Absolutely. And I was about to say and a curse, but not really a curse. It's mostly just a blessing. Oh my God, so much music coming out in the past little bit. That's good. So I'm, I'm obsessed with like all of it, really. Uh, crazy good month for music, January was. January 2020, baby. It's like everyone was waiting and just released all these fucking gems. It was incredible. Naturally nice lips. This, I'm just, this is my new obsession, which is like really nice lips. So if you have really nice lips and you're a girl, that is very attractive to me. Side notes. <sighs> DPMO3 IDs. Oh my God. So many good songs that are going to come out on DPMO3. I don't know when it's happening, but it's going to happen soon. And I'm pleased about it. Alliterations. I like have no idea where this obsession randomly came from. But in the past like three weeks, I've just become quite obsessed with the idea of using alliterations as my content uh, series type of thing. So you're going to see a lot of those going forward. It's just nice for naming conventions. Oh my God, having a drone follow me every minute of the day or every second of the day actually to record footage um, for a vlog and just like documenting in general. I cannot fucking wait till that happens. I'm so done already of like using my camera and flipping it, like all this bullshit. I just want a 360 drone following my entire life. I think life will be very interesting when life happens like that for everyone who can afford it, that is. And that is just the future of vlogging, quite frankly. It makes so much sense to me. And fuck privacy. Privacy is fucking stupid. I'm also just very, I'm annoyed with like how much people care about not being recorded. Uh, I wish everyone was just chill and like corporations didn't get involved or people would just automatically like choose like a blur option on their face or like that type of shit. It'd be so much easier for vlogging. I would like that a lot more. All right, that has been Reflections 74. Hope you enjoyed this. Um, hope that came out well for you. Hope this brought you at least one insight, but hopefully a lot of insights. And, and perspectives and all that jazz. As always, this series is just a tool for me to document my experience in my journey and hopefully bring you some insights, some lessons, some tactics that you can apply to your own journey and so that you can be happier, more successful, da -da -da, as I am doing the same in my own journey. It's just a constant, never-ending cycle of improvement and, and growth and progress and all the good things, 
all the good things towards what we're looking for at the end of the day, which is happiness, extra results, all that type of shit. So if you like this, please, and if you got value from this, please do me a favor, comment below what your biggest takeaway was, subscribe to join us on this journey, and share this with a friend who you think could get some value from this. If you're on also iTunes listening to this, please do me a favor, rate the podcast, would love to have a review, and uh, yeah, I think that's all for now. Anyways, again, thank you so much for spending the time with me today. Hope this was worth the time. And as always, my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later. Later.